Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to our podcast, We Found Another Hour. Uh, We have uh, been really intrigued in this because what we found is, uh, even though we found another hour, still not enough time to discuss everything that needs to be discussed. But we're having a great time on the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in every week. And thank you for sending in your questions because they have uh, really challenged us. But I pray that the Lord has brought you some well, just some peace about uh, the Bible and uh, really some reconciliation in the Bible, especially in these last questions as we've tried to reconcile science and the Bible and bring those together. And today will be no different than that. Obviously, we've been traveling through Genesis and a read the Bible in a year, uh, uh, explore the Bible program. So we're reading the Bible systematically and we're doing it in chronological order. So lots of questions have been uh, as it's tied back to creation. And uh, we're really looking at that again today. I'm excited about being here today in the studio with us is a whole gamut of folks. And uh, folks that if you're at Grace Baptist Church in Springfield or Greenbrier, uh, you're going to recognize these folks. uh, They're really not guests to our church because it's who you pay. They're on the payroll. But uh, in the studio is Michael Sharon, our student minister. And uh, he's obviously been with us before. He does so good that we just bring him back. And and then we got Brother Johnny McCartney, our Greenbrier campus pastor, Dr. Jim Parker. And uh, he's almost like a guest because he's been gone. Uh, I th- it's been close to a year now, right? <laughs> oh, no, it's just been a month. I'm sorry. But you've been uh, over in exile in Israel, and uh, things are going good there. And uh, so we're glad you're back. And I'm going to tell you, I'm really excited to announce to you who's with us. Many of you, he's just been a celebrity since our first episode of our podcast. We have. Brother Bob Carroll with us this this afternoon in the studio. And Brother Bob, we're grateful that you're here. Thank you. Brother Bob, retired pastor of a local church here, and, and God so diligently brought him our way. I guess, Brother Bob, how long has it been since you've been with us all total? You know, we tried to figure that out, Faye and I did, and uh, we were... Uh, Somewhere about 2012, 2013, somewhere along there. Wow, great. Yeah. So, I mean, just been on this journey, and God's uh, just privilege, given us the privilege to have uh, Brother Bob serve as our pastoral care pastor. He takes care of all what I call the seasoned veterans of the faith. So he takes care of all of our senior adults. He does, uh, you know, all of just our pastoral care. And what a blessing to me. Uh, personally, as he's he's he pretty much serves as our staff chaplain and pastor. So we're grateful yeah. for all these guys being here today. And we got a great uh, question. And I'm going to, guys, if y'all don't care, I'm just going to dive into question. Well, first of all, I've done all the talking so far. Brother Johnny, how you doing? I'm doing good, brother. Man, tell me about Greenbrier Campus. Tell the listening audience out there. They may not be familiar. They may not even know we got a campus in Greenbrier. You know, it's surprising. The more people I talk to, the more I realize that people are still 
kind of in the dark about it, but um, we're, we're doing the best we can to get our name out there and become known in that community. Um, but God's been blessing us over there. We had a great time in the schools, but um, that time ended. And since we've moved into our new location, our attendance has increased somewhere in the ballpark 30 to 40 people each week come on so, you know that's my favorite part i know, know. that's my great. favorite part just had our first baptism this past week Boom, first that's many, my second so, favorite part yeah. so things are really really good and i'm so grateful and thankful to the people of grace baptist church for supporting that and for helping in that and for praying for us and um, keeping us moving over there and brother john you've not been on the podcast before this is the first time you know being a pastor of a brand new campus is a busy job I told somebody the other day, I feel like Forrest Gump. I'm just running. Uh, and you know, like, I, I got a lot of sympathy for you yeah. like, right now. I do. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost crying for you. Yeah. You can tell. But, uh, no, we're, we're grateful. We're thankful for the job that you're doing at Greenbrier. But uh, Brother Johnny if, uh, has been with us. This He's passed the 10-year mark. And yes, sir. Served as our student uh, pastor for a long time. And now Brother Michael gets to fill that bill. So it's, it's just been a... Uh, the last year or so has been a great transition, and I mean that uh, with a positive and just what God is doing. So we're grateful for that. Dr. Parker, you're back from Israel. You're good and jet-lagged. I see. How many ginger ales have you had since you've been back? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. You're not driving, are you? No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Keep him off the road. Brother Michael, well, you take him anywhere. No, wait a minute. You just got your wrecked truck back. Uh, yeah, Brother that Bob, was great. Yeah. You drive Dr. Parker anywhere he needs uh, to go. He's been, he's been hopped up on them Canada drives. Before we leave, let's let's let Brother Johnny say where this new campus is. We didn't mention the address. Some of these people may not know where it is. Let, let me tell you something. That's why we pay you the big bucks, Dr. Parker. Is that right? Yes, yeah. that's my heart. Where are we going to get um, there, Brother Johnny? Go to the Franklin Center, which I could give you the address. It's 2354 Highway 41 South. But the best way to tell you is to pull into the parking lot with Jose's and look at the opposite end of the shopping center, and that's where we are. Everybody knows where Jose's is. Yeah. We're down there almost right next to Jumbo and Delicious, which is um, an asset to our church family, <laughs> um, our people. There's a donut shop over there. Over there donuts. Too. I mean, when we before we go in church, we get something good to eat. When we come out of church, we get something really good to eat. So Smell we're blessed. <laughs> yeah. And the way that building's set up, like um, it's it's kind of hollow through the top, and the smells from all these other places get the wafting in there. And so by the time 12 o'clock rolls around, if I'm not done preaching, I may as well be. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you this. With all that going on, when you just got a new baptistry, you might have to get a bigger one. Maybe. <laughs> we filled it up pretty good. I so. mean, all them people at Greenbrier campus, are, I mean, they might have to come over here to the fasting class. <laughs> so, all right. Well, guys, listen. Again, thank you for joining us uh, today. And I'm going to read the question. And it's kind of a complex question, but it's got many facets to it. So then we're just going to tackle this thing. Here, here's the question that came. Uh, Pastor Steve, my question, and that's uh, in parentheses with the S, so really questions. My questions are regarding dinosaurs and how they're reconciled in the Scripture. Boy, y'all, y'all, did, y'all didn't know how good this one was going to be, did you? What about the dinosaurs? I'm glad Brother Bob's here because, like, I mean, he... He knows all about the dinosaurs. Uh, y'all used to hunt them back when you was a kid, didn't you? Yeah, they, I'm they, they eat good, too. <laughs> all right, come on. I'm coming back. 
Uh, I read in Genesis chapter 1, verse 24 through 26, that God gave us dominion over the fish of the sea, birds of the sky, the livestock of the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. It seems to admit specifically the wildlife of the earth as mentioned in verse 25. Does this mean that mankind would not have dominion over wildlife? And does wildlife include or mean dinosaurs? Furthermore, as we read in Job chapter 40 verse 15 and Job chapter 41 verse 1, we see the mention of behemoth and leviathan. Are those dinosaurs? Or as my commentary mentions, is behemoth an elephant or a hippopotamus? Leviathan seems to be described as a fire-breathing dragon, but my commentary says it's a crocodile. Lastly, if dinosaurs are real, how did Noah get them on the ark? Thanks for taking the time to answer these questions on your podcast, and thanks for being such a great pastor. That's my favorite part. I always want to read the whole thing. Okay, all right. So with that, guys, this... Now, it's a complex question, so I imagine it's going to take the majority of our podcast time. Uh, let me go ahead and ask you, um, if we don't get, because I got another question that's, that's probably so detrimental in our day and time right now and things that we're dealing with. Uh, if we don't get to that question, will you come back? And uh, Because I think you'd all be interested in the question. So can I invite you before we even get started to come back and do this again? Sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man. Okay. All right. So that gives us, freezes up a little bit. So let's tackle this question right after our break. You're listening to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church in Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about our church or any of its affiliates, please go online to www.gbcspringfield.org or simply write to us via email at podcast at gbcspringfield.org. We'd love to hear from you. Let's continue now listening as our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests continue to give biblical insight to your toughest theological questions. All right, guys, we're back. We've got this complex question uh, regarding really the topic of dinosaurs. So here, here's ultimately the question. In verse 20, uh, chapter 1, 24 through 26 of Genesis, uh, God has given us dominion, okay, as he clearly says, uh, over the fish of the sea, birds of the sky, livestock of the whole earth, okay, every, and you know, um, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. But the, the question comes from the fact that in verse 25, it does not mention wildlife or what, uh, the New American Standard version of that is beast of the earth. So I would say beast of the earth is a category, a kind of animal that was created in the beginning. But the, the, the uh, listener is concerned with the fact that that's omitted when God gives us dominion. So, I mean, how do we reconcile this? And I mean, what are these beasts of the earth? Let's talk about that. What, what is the beast of the earth? And there was silence. So, I mean, you know, as we read these different classifications or kinds, because that's clearly how the Bible um, de describes them, um, we see livestock. So when we think of large animals or we think, you know, I, I think the livestock, 
category uh, really encompasses what we would consider domesticated animals, like horses, cows, cows yes. Yeah. So I, there's another category. I think is the other category. I mean, we're talking beasts of the field or beasts of the. Are we talking about lions and tigers and bears? Is is, is that what we're talking about when we're talking about beasts of the earth? I, I and that's really the question. Now, uh, this our listeners' uh, translation, you know, uh, really translated that beast of the earth as wildlife. So I I do think that that would be the category. Um, so what does that wildlife encompass? And really, could it encompass dinosaurs? And, and, and here's a, c- a couple things we got to say. One, dinosaur is not a term that you're going to find in the Bible. So l- let's just go ahead and put that. Dinosaur is really a term that was uh, phrased or first coined, I guess, in the mid-1800s. Uh, describing, am I right on that, Dr. Parker, right. our resident scholar? So um, dinosaur, you're not going to find that in the Bible. But... Uh, I mean, when we're thinking about wildlife, we're thinking about how things were made in the beginning, and then we think about dinosaurs for us as Christians. And I think this is the reason why uh, our listener gave us this question, because it's hard to reconcile this, especially when you go to science class or you go to the Museum of Natural History and you've got these monstrosities of fossils that have been put together and you see these infrastructures of what they call dinosaurs and you're like okay how does all this and i think we as christians as god's people we're scared of this because we don't know how to recognize it kind of goes back to our uh episode a couple of uh, uh weeks ago and that was on the age of the earth so all this kind of ties together. So with that being said, I, I contend with you, Michael, I don't know if contend's the right word. I'm with you that I believe that the wildlife or the beast of the earth would be those animals um, that wouldn't be in our backyard, on our farms, or in our homes. I think these are those, uh, the bears, the lions and the tigers and the bears. Oh, my. Oh, no. So uh, probably could be if they're... If they would fit on the logo or the name of a football jersey, they're probably what they're talking about. Probably. <laughs> did, 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 did you like that? I just made that up. I like that. Wow. Yeah, I, I did. I, I like that. Okay. So, in that, are the wildlife, would this group, this classification, this kind, if you will, include dinosaurs? Yeah. Well, you know, all of this, including man, was created on day six, right? So everything that had a genus, a kind, a species that was going to come was created on that day. Can I ask a question? Did you say yeah. genus? Genus. Okay, yeah. I was worried. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we won't even entertain that, okay? But... Um, so this language is meant to be all-inclusive of everything that was created on that day. So every animal kind, or we might say species is a better word, is represented here. And um, this is, uh, you know, based on our understanding about the age of the earth, that plays into this about how this works. But uh, there probably was not that many now we have when you lay it all out today about all of these various species it's a there's tens of thousands of them 
but the word kind, for instance, how many types of cats are they? Well, who knows? A thousand maybe. There's one kind. But there's one kind and it's a cat. Okay. Yes. It's a cat. So these this is probably a fairly narrow group, but it includes everything that was created on the sixth day, and that includes everything probably that we have today every kind all right so let me let me ask a simple question yeah and i'll go around the room do we as god's people and pastors and i mean do we believe in dinosaurs oh absolutely i mean you can't dig up a fossil and look at it and deny it so okay absolutely i believe in a dinosaur my son really believes in dinosaurs. <laughs> it's his favorite animal i mean he runs around the house screaming i am a dinosaur so but it is hard to deny their existence. Uh, the, the problem comes in when you begin to uh, listen to the scientists and uh, talk about the age of the earth and talk about carbon dating, uh, these different uh, fossils and things that uh, even by their own admission might be off 100,000 years or 200,000 years because it's not an exact science. And uh, so uh, I agree with Dr. Parker, you've got to take into account here the age of the earth uh, according to the Bible. And uh, where this fits in exactly, I'm not smart enough to know. But I do hear a, a repetition there in verses 24 and 25 uh, and 26 in Genesis uh, 1 uh, that d does seem to separate these into different categories. Well, so we're all on the same page. Dinosaurs, uh, are the dinosaurs that we see in the Museum of Natural History, are those the dinosaurs that walk the earth? Yes, uh, they are. And some of them are, are very large, you know. They're some I was reading not long ago that the large, large ones, I guess Brontosaurus is weighed 80 tons. Is that the long neck? Is the that the long, long neck? neck yeah. and weighed 80 tons, 40 feet long. But I also read. I don't enough. really know that we ought to go down the discussion of long necks uh, <laughs> weighing 80 pounds. <laughs> We've not always been pastors. So. Some of our listeners get really excited. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we might broaden our base of customer listenership, you know, but okay, so, so back to the long necks. You're back to Gillies and yes, with one of those in your back pocket uh, dancing. Uh, I know where you are. Yeah, I got you. No, uh, but, but the truth is, uh, I, I was. Again, another place that I was reading recently about this, we had this subject come up with another uh, church member, and uh, it's it said there that those large dinosaurs like that, if you take the whole fossil collection that we have and you know that has been recovered and look at it, those very large ones are just a small piece of that. Probably the average size of most of the dinosaurs were about the size of a sheep. So that helps us understand the next question, part of the question, how did they get on the ark, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, well let's, let's look at that, Brother Johnny, you had something to add. Well, I was gonna say, I was reading today, um, and go, goes along real close to what Dr. Parker was talking about. Um, what I was reading said that there were 60 to 80 kinds of dinosaurs that we know about. 
And um, and among those, my research that I did said that the average was like the size of a bison, with some being as small as a chicken. So, you know, the average size. So there's all along the spectrum. And one thing we have to remember, if it's a Baronosaurus Rex or a T-Rex or the one the size of a chicken, all these dinosaurs came from one source, an egg. And really, I know we, we don't want to put a lot of weight on science, but it's about scientifically impossible to have an egg much larger than the size of a football. Sure. And so when we look at it from that perspective and we look at the question of how many could he have got on the ark, well, he didn't take an 80-year-old dinosaur on the ark. He probably took about a six-month-old dinosaur on the ark so that they would have more time to repopulate the earth, the size, they eat less, sleep more. I mean, yeah. what do infants do? So with that, Brother Johnny, we'll just, and we'll kind of skip to the end and work our way back. And, you know, when Noah, when God brought Noah, uh, those kind, two kinds, a male and a female of every kind of animal, I, I think it's quite possible probable and feasible that he brought a pup, that he brought, I mean, babes. I, I mean, here, here's the deal. It, they took, le like you said, they, one, that took less space, took less to feed, okay? Uh, then, you know, at that time, as young as they were, uh, reproduction, you know, they were on there for a year, so they grew into this. But at first, you know, I mean, you can imagine how them rabbits were. <laughs> So you had to get some young rabbits. So, you know, next thing you know, you'll have the rabbits taking over the the, the ark. So but that's you, more food for the snakes. Well, you, well not at this point. <laughs> because right now, now, correct me, Dr. Parker, but when they got on the ark, they were plant eaters. Yeah. And after the ark, they were, they, uh, we, we were given dominion to eat meat. And, and really, they were too. So all of our diets changed after the flood. So, so you're saying before anyone or anything getting on the ark, nothing ate meat. Is that, is that, is that an accurate? <laughs> well, now we're going down a rabbit hole. Come on. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just want to make sure our listeners and I am understanding. It's supposed to, you know, in, in the, I guess let's say it's supposed to be that way. Okay. Now, where my mind and my hesitation is not about the facts, it's just about how to say it. But this is the fallen world and everything. One of the reasons that the, the earth's being destroyed is because of violence. This is one of the things that it tells us in chapter 6 and verse 5 and 6 right. and 7 and the violence. So maybe these animals have gone rogue too. You know, maybe this is their... Maybe they're now eating each other. Yeah, each other. maybe, maybe. So, so just to clarify, being vegan is is over and done with past Noah's Ark, right? Like it's okay for us to eat meat. Yes, in, okay. in okay. chapter 10 is where that. I think it gives us that. Yes, it gives us that, uh, it gives us that ability and praise the Lord. I'm thankful for Genesis chapter 10 Baby. and Acts chapter 10. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Acts chapter 10. I wish yeah. we had about another hour on that. Yeah. But praise the Lord. He said, get up, kill, and eat. Yeah. And what I've made, you know what that meant, Brother Bob? We yep. get the pig. That's right. We'll get that That's barbecue. Right. Come right. on. But, uh, but, but kind of back on topic to what I was talking about, what you were talking about. But there's about. no sense of getting on topic, <laughs> yeah, know, Brother Johnny. This is like <laughs> staff meeting. I got a sermon to do at some yeah, point. I know, you know? I know. <laughs> but, um, 
but as I, I did a little research today on the size of the arc, and you know, and, and when you break that the arc down and you look at it, 510 feet long, 80 feet wide, or 85 feet wide, um, if my calculations are correct, that comes out, and it's three decks on that thing, three layers. We're looking at 130,000 square foot of space, which if you break down the animals, and from the research I did, it's not... Probably perfect. I, I I tapped into the people at Answers in Genesis over there that know a whole lot about the art. They they estimate that there's six thousand five hundred and seventy eight different kinds, and so that would leave about twenty square foot per animal. But a rabbit's not going to take up. 20 square foot mm. and we're influenced so much by the world even our sunday school literature because we get pictures of the ark yeah, that have grass, the grass hanging out sticking out and stuff like that and everybody's happy yeah everybody's smiling <laughs> um, but this thing was massive and 130,000 square foot that is a lot of space and you can fit a lot of animals in there and when you look at it you know and, and you think about the giraffe being a baby giraffe a, a, an infant giraffe a even the big dinosaurs being small, it's definitely plausible that they were on the ark and that we fit everything on there. It's in the Bible. I believe it. But to a world of skeptics, once we break it down and look at it um, from a perspective that's not the world, from a biblical perspective, and we, we take all outside influences away, it's definitely factual. It's absolutely. And this is why, if nothing else, what we really want to accomplish in this podcast, we have a great time doing it, and I hope that, that uh, our listening audience, I mean, we, we get off kilter every now and then, but that's just how we do it at Grace Baptist. But here's the reality. We want people to walk away with a trust of God's Word. That's the whole premise of everything that we do because the Word is, uh, Jesus said, sanctify them in the truth, and your Word is the truth. So the tr- the Bible is the truth. But even, that's why I'm thankful for these questions, because these lay the foundation to everything that we're going to believe about the Bible. If you can't believe that the ark, that all the animals got on the ark, there's no way that you're going to believe that Jesus got up from the dead. That's right. You know, I was talking to um, a girl last night in youth group, you know, and she just said, you know, I just have a ton of questions. And I said, well, let's, let's fire away, you know, like, give me the questions. And so we start talking about questions. And really, I love what you just said, Brother Steve. If, if you can believe the resurrection, the greatest miracle of all time, ark's no problem, right? Yeah. Crossing the Red Sea is no problem. And, and you can't look back at history and not at least come to the conclusion that these 11 men that died and the hundreds after them were all crazy. I mean, I mean, they believed it. So, so believing in the resurrection and the power of the gospel, uh, I think if you can do that, you can make a sensible case to believe every single thing in the Bible. Well, let's do this, guys. In our time that we have left, just a, a, a couple of minutes, uh, we, you know, we were asked about Leviathan and Behemoth and were they elephant, hippopotamus, and, and you know, here, here's the reality that question in and of itself is summarized you know did mankind you know obviously that comes from the story you know from the account of job and job you know here's i mean the bottom line is did job live with dinosaurs and i I believe the answer to that is yes but we also have to reconcile what happened to the dinosaurs and we probably don't have time to discuss all of that i give you my theory I, i mean here's the thing god shortened the 
uh, lifespan. So things that have life, God shortened the lifespan prior to the flood. He said, I, my spirit will not contend with men. Some believe that that's a precursor of something. But I also believe that it's just a, he shortened the time span of life. And said, you know, it's going to be 120 years. You know, here's, here's easily where we can reconcile what happened to dinosaurs. One, we came off the boat. Everybody became carnivores. Okay, mm-hmm. so th- you're going to see extinction. Uh, obviously, when mankind became uh, carnivores, when you go hunting, okay, and we just a few rednecks in the room, all right? When we go hunting, are we going after the small ones, Brother Johnny, or are we going after the big ones? Give me the big one. Okay. So there was no uh, Tennessee Wildlife Resource Management Agency. All right. <laughs> there was no uh, game wardens in that day. So obviously, we're getting out here. We get a taste of meat. We're going out to get as much as we can because they got big families. I mean, we talked about that in episodes. I mean, they married their sister and they just multiplied. So, I mean, it was just a, a, a great time. Uh, and we can really relate in this day and time. But... Uh, so we've got uh, the management or lack thereof. So it's obvious that without some sort of control, we naturally see a, a, a reduction of animals. But in the lifespan itself, we have to think about the fact that cold-blooded or reptiles, um, they're the only species or kinds of, of uh, living uh, animals that continue to grow their entire life. So they never stop. They don't hit like a growth spurt and stop growing like everything else. A reptile will continue to grow. So as long as they live. When you think about life being lived out at 969 years like Methuselah's human life, and you think about a crocodile living for almost a thousand years. That's a big one. How big is that dude going to be? I mean, he's got... And you think about some of these species and how they grew for that long. Well, naturally, we've got now after the flood, God has shortened lifespan shortly before the flood occurred. So it, it, it's an act after the flood. So they're not going to grow as much. We've got natural, uh, natural e- extinction through um, carnivore uh participation so i mean you got all these things that really weigh in to what i believe uh became the ultimate extinction of dinosaurs as as we knew them then as we see in the museums but there's no doubt today that you can't look at some of these creatures that walk on the earth and know that they don't have some some what we would call prehistoric nature to them and uh see the 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 foundation, if you will, of dinosaurs as a whole. So, guys, uh, thank you again for for being with us. Y'all have agreed to come back. Guys, I love you. Appreciate your ministry. Appreciate all that you're doing for the kingdom of God. And if you have any questions, uh, at the end of this podcast, the outro will tell you how to get in touch with us. You can send in your questions. We want you to participate as a listening audience, but we do thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, about how you can have a relationship with Jesus. Please don't hesitate to ask. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. 
If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation. Please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, if you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless you.